Hi, good evening. It's uh, 8 o'clock in Yerushalayim. And we'd like to uh, think about one of the aspects of Yitzhak Mitzrayim that's reflected in the Pesach here in, uh, in Beshach. First, let me remind you. In Shemot Perik Dalet, Shemot Perik Dalet, Moshe Rabbeinu is asked by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to lead the people out of Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu responds in an odd way. You see the Pasuk, Vayan Moshe, and Moshe Rabbeinu answered, Vayoma hein lo yaminu li. He says, how can I go and lead them out of Mitzrayim? They're not going to believe me. You see that word, yaminu, yaminu li. Lo yishma'u bikoli, and they won't listen to what I say. He yomru, they will say, lo nire'e lecha Hashem. Now each, God did not really appear to you, Moshe Rabbeinu. I don't know exactly what it was that Moshe Rabbeinu was thinking, but this is a response that nobody today could imagine them giving. HaKadosh Baruch comes and says, I've got a little job for you. Guaranteed success. I mean, you can't even imagine how easy it will be because God will be with you all the way. Bayan Moshe. You see those words that Moshe responded? It's not like he, he didn't ask a question. He disagreed. He disagreed. Why did he disagree? Vayomer. And he said, here is my disagreement. Why? Why did he say that? Well, how did he know that they won't believe? I, I mean, that was a kind of a normal thing that people don't believe. So he'll do miracles. And we all know that that's what the Torah says. When somebody comes and says, I'm a prophet, you have to ask him to do a miracle. Hem lo yaminu li means, hem lo yaminu li means, I, Moshe Rabbeinu, am confident that they won't believe. And they won't listen to me. Kiyomru, they'll say, lo nirei lecha Hashem, okay. So Moshe Rabbeinu will do something, so, we'll get, so, so God will give him away. I mean, why does it have to be confrontational? By Yomei Lav Hashem, the next person, God said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Ma'zebiyadecha? By Yomei Mated, he said, what are you holding in your hand? He said, I have a staff. So HaKadosh Baruch says to him, I'm going to give you a couple of miracles, but that would be the case if Moshe Rabbeinu had not disagreed. If he had responded in a in a more pleasant manner, he doesn't have to say the So as a just a uh, an aside, I want to look at the Rashi. Rashi Mazebiadecha. You see, my Yom Elav Hashem Mazebiadecha. It's a it's a Cree and a Khtib sort of. It's a the words the two words ma ze 
what is this that you are holding on to? I mean, I, I've told you many times that the word zeh is understood by Chazal as being important, even though for us it's kind of a little word that gets swallowed up. But mazeh means I'm pointing to it. I'm, I'm, I'm defining it in a special way. And Moshe Rabbeinu responded that he's holding on to a, to a staff. And that tells you that the staff is going to be important in this matter. But if you look at the Rashi, right? You see, you see in the text, just a second, let me, let me get it. You see, the vocalized is two words. And the unvocalized is one word. That's how they do the the two possibilities, right? So that the way it's written in the Tanakh is maze, this, and that is can be also read as maze. I mean, like the two words. If, if we didn't have an issue that we were dealing with, we would say, you know, it could happen. It's auth orthography. So Rashi says this, So why is it that in the Torah it's written as one word? The two words are written as one. See that over here? Right? One word. One word. He says, to, in order to teach us that the words you should really get punished. You, Moshe Rabbeinu, should be punished. You, you, you had doubt where there was no reason to have doubt. You suspected the ones who gave no indication that they're not going to listen. They got, uh, they're going to follow you, God says. So why should you doubt that? So, so the mazer is written in a way which encourages a deeper understanding, and that deeper understanding is that Moshe Rabbeinu did something wrong, which is an emphasis on the question that we were asking: Vayan Moshe, they're not going to listen, they're not going to know, they're going to know, and they're going to all say, plural, God did not really appear to you. Right? That's what, that's what they say. Now, another pasuk in our parasha. Perik Yudalit pasuk laman alaf, vayar Yisrael adayadak dolasha asa Hashem b'mitzrayim. Bayar Yisrael. And B'nai Yisrael saw. They saw. I mean, you know that Vayar, as the Hamekdavar points out, is like also the word Yirah, fear. See it and fear it. That you come to a, a certain level of connectiveness to Hashem through Yisrael. Vayar Yisrael, Yadak Dola, Shah Hashem, and Mitzrayim. We saw the Yadak Dola. 
ביד הגדולה שעשה השם במצרים, ויראו העם את השם, ויראו. They feared, they were feared, but fear, fear, not the kind of fear that drives you away, the kind of fear which is attractive. There is the kind of, like doubt, like the cave. You go into a cave, you want to go further sometimes, want to see what's really there. So your eyes not always off-putting, but your fear can be attractive. So they saw Vayar Yisrael. They were close to what was going on at the Yad Abdullah, the great arm Asher Hashem in Mitzrayim. Now, what does that possibly mean? I mean, what is Moshe Avdo? I mean, it became. Moshe Abdo became very important. I mean, we know that when Moshe Rabbeinu died, he's given an, his, the name that he is given is, um, uh, is Moshe Avdi. He's called Evid. He's called the servant of God. Now, why is that? All the things that Moshe Rabbeinu did, and all the things that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, uh, taught, how does the notion of Eved, of slave, fit into the description, the eulogy of Moshe Rabbeinu? I mean, what is it? So first Rashi, Rashi says, What did they see? Rashi says, Rashi says, Et ha-gvura ha-gdola shasta yado shel ha-kodesh baruchu. Et ha-gvura ha-gdola, the great power that God shasta yado shel ha-kodesh baruchu. In other words, they didn't see the arm of God. That's anthropomorphic and unacceptable. The Yisrael, the Yad ha-gdola means they saw the result of God's actions. And the result of actions is like saying, Yad Hashem. He comes from God. It doesn't mean that God, they saw God's arm. Rashi doesn't like that. So Rashi says that, Burag Dola, Chastaya That's what the Yad Hagdola means. The Ramban. Ramban, which you can look up, but not on the sheet, but you, uh, I, I can ex- explain it to you. The Ramban says, the Ramban says you, ha- you have to go I- look at the Kabbalistic, inter- what's the Kabbalistic interpretation? You know, people tend to uh, fear Kabbalah for some reason. Uh, uh, actually, a lot of Kabbalistic literature is based on a certain kind of appreciation of of pshat, of what the words mean. So the Kabbalists would say to Rashi, okay, it's very good, you know, Yadak Dolai, you, you have it, but why did the Torah use the simile of Yad? Why is it that when it comes to the greatness of God's actions, we use the word Yad? We could have used the word zroah, arm. We could have used the word 
uh, power, koach. Uh, why did we use the word yad? And so they, the Kabbalist has an explanation that yad is, yad is midat adin. The, the, the harsher form of justice, right? There's din and rachamim. And yad is the din. So vayah Yisrael at the yad agdola, because it is din, it's more noticeable. They saw Mitzrayim tovim vayam. They saw the Egyptians drowning. They saw the walls of the, of the, of the Yamsuf collapsing. They saw it all. So that's called Vayar Yisrael. Not only that they knew it, but they saw it. And that's why you say Yadak because it's God meeting out punishment to B'nai Yisrael. So we don't understand. We don't understand why it is that Moshe Rabbeinu argued with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as though he came up on his own with this idea of having miracles. And why Moshe Rabbeinu is called Eved Hashem. And why in this specific pasuk, in Perak Yudalit, Pasuk Laman Aleph, it says, Vayaminu Bashem Moshe Abdo. What does that mean? Why couldn't they say, Vayaminu Bashem? The Torah would have said, Vayaminu Bashem Moshe. It was Moshe derives his power from HaKadosh Baruch and everybody understood that he derived this. If they were doubting Thomas's before, certainly now, I create the Amsuf, there are no longer any doubting Thomas's. So we look for a moment quickly at the, at the, what the Hamek Davar says about Vayaminu Bashem of Moshe Avdo. You see it here at the end? Just one second. Vayaminu Bashem of Moshe Avdo. Sha'adko. Until now, you might have thought to say that the power of Moshe Rabbeinu is Kishuf, is uh, Kishuf is magic. He had certain power. That you could have imagined that Moshe Rabbeinu was doing everything. And that even Kriyat Yamsuf was done somehow by Moshe Rabbeinu by himself. He did it by himself. This is the 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 the, the Hamek Davar has a theory that uh, that people were not punished equally in Egypt, but they were the people who were more devoted to being anti God, and those who are less less devoted, they didn't get the same punishment even in the in the Yamsuf. Now that they saw that everybody was getting what he deserved, so they believed that only God could do that. Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't do that by himself. 
So if I ask you, why does it say, It's to diminish the position of Moshe Rabbeinu in the universe. They understood that God had ultimate power over Moshe, but not Moshe, Moshe Abdo. That's what they they understood, they realized, they knew that Moshe was Abdo. So it was important for the Pasuk to tell us, according to the Hamekdavar, it was important for the Pasuk to tell us that Moshe Rabbeinu was not the one who did the miracles, that God did the miracles. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't do Kriyat Yamsuf, God did Kriyat Yamsuf. I find it difficult to understand why anybody would think that Moshe Rabbeinu did Kriyat Yamsuf. Okay, well, I mean, we don't have to be critical about what the Beforshim, what the Beforshim said, but we have to kind of figure out how this all fits in. So there's a spot I met, which I found. I admit, I didn't know it. It's in Pesach. Shvat Emet, it goes, Breshit, Shvot, Vayikra, Bamidwa, Devarim. And in each each of those original volumes published, they are also uh, the appropriate yom, Yamim Tovim. But in the new uh, edition put out by uh, Oretzion, they... Uh, they put all the, the Regalim and Purim and Pesach in, in a separate volume. So, if you want to find Pesach, you have to make sure you know which edition you're looking at. So again, it says, Here it is. The Svatamet. Svatamet. This is the way the way you know the Rebbe talks. Masakatubasvarim, which for him you know Swarim, you should know everything. Don't you know everything? <laughs> that the notion of Amunat Chachamim, like believing in the in the Chachamim, Yicholim Lavol Amunat Abore Yitvarach. Emunat Chachamim can bring you to Emunat HaBorei Yitbarach. Can bring you to believing in a more profound manner HaBorei Yitbarach. He Emunato Lemala Me Emunat Chachamim because the belief in the Borei, in the Creator, is greater than, more elevated than Emunat Chachamim. Emunat Chachamim is a level. Like if you get to Emunat Chachamim to believe in the Chachamim, you on your way, but not yet achieved Emunat Haborei. Avuhu Bechinat, Avuhu Haborei, God. Bechinat, it contains the aspect of Aniri Shon in other words, there's no time in, in 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 the world of God. There's no before, there's no after, there's no time. Things don't change. It's always there. He yesh emunah b'ashem mikodem v'zeh mevi 
Le'emunat Chachamim. He says, but this idea that there's no time in God's, in, in, in the world of God, that brings you, right, the Amunah, the basic Amunah, brings you to Amunat Chachamim. So there are these, like, sort of stages in in belief. There's the belief that is is natural. Let's say natural that uh, you 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 derive from yira, from fear of whatever it is that is going on. Right, fear of whatever is going on. Yesh Bashem Mikodem. People can believe in God, but not on that level. Right? And th- and from that you can get to Emunat Chachamim. Somehow the Chachamim, and you know the Chasidim were very uh, much involved with this idea that if you're with the Rebbe, if you're with the Rebbe when he's davening, with the Rebbe he's doing mitzvot, somehow that enhances the mitzvah that you're doing. It enhances the, the mitzvah that you're doing. And he says, That in turn can bring you to emunat chachamim. I said emunat amitit. I'm sorry, the true faith, true faith amitit. And that's what I learned from this Pasuk. Again. Again, what does the Pasuk tell me? That first there is there's the kind of faith in God that is available to everybody. It's something you can do. But beyond that, Uvimosha Avdo. Uvimosha Avdo, a higher level. And Moshe Avdo can bring you to Emuna Amitit Bashem Yitbarach. Again, Bechena Seder Bekan, that's the order of the Pasuk, Ve'aminu Bashem, Vachakach Moshe, Vachakach Azyashir. And those are the levels, Azyashir, the highest level, because it's, it's the community of faith. It's not somebody distinguishing himself by the faith in the, in the, uh, in the Minyan. It's everybody together. Everything is a, like a powerful kind of, of uh, of faith. So you see that the Swatayimet is using this pasuk to generate a different idea. And and quite impressively, he leaves out any reference to the word Evet. He leaves out a reference to the word Evet, but we might be able to tie it all together. So you remember the Svat, the Amek Davar, the Nitziv. He says, he says that by Aminu Bashem of Moshe Avdo, by Aminu Bashem Moshe Avdo is is the height of of Emuna. 
and the height according to the Hamekdavar, the height of Emunah is dislodging yourself from foreign imaginations. It's not over Moshe. It's not very Moshe because Moshe has to be Moshe Avdo because you have to disconnect yourself or dissociate yourself from the notion that Moshe Rabbeinu was responsible in any way for Yitzhak Mitzrayim, that he had that kind of power, was able to do that kind of thing, right? The Svatah who has a different way of looking at the lesson in the Pasuk, says that first by Aminu Hashem, and then Bimoshe, that schleps you up higher. And from the level of Moshe, you can get to the true faith, the level of true faith. And the word Avdo doesn't exactly, doesn't exactly fit in. So he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, doesn't mention it. So if with your permission, we go back to the beginning, go back to the beginning. Why not? Bayad Moshe Vayomer. And Moshe Rabbeinu had an argument. Don't you remember? He said to Hakadosh Baruch the Rambam. Remember the Rambam? I I know that the that the Rambam lived a long time after Moshe Rabbeinu. But in any event, if Moshe Rabbeinu had said to Hakadosh Baruch remember the Rambam, and the Rambam says that people were were a, where did Avodah come from? Where did this idea that you could worship other gods come from? In Bereshit, I mean, you're talking about people who talked to God, who walked with God, who understood that God was in charge. So where did Avodah Zorah come from? Avodah Zorah came from a misapprehension. They said, maybe when God created the world, he created the sun, he created the moon, he created the stars, and they all affect us the sun and the moon and the stars. They all affect us. And maybe that's because God wants us to recognize them, the sun and the moon and the stars. And God wants us to serve the sun and the moon and the stars. And that's where, that's where it came from. Eventually, you read the first parak, the first halacha, halacha one, halacha two, and the rabbim lays it out. The rabbim lays it out. So, vayan Moshe vayomer. Might mean they don't believe me, no, but they don't believe that I'm not doing it. And they won't listen to me as much as I protest. I won't be able to teach them the truth because they'll be denying the truth. They won't listen to me when I tell them that they'll say, you probably were doing this on your own. You're doing it on your own? Let's solve the problem with miracles. But you know the miracles don't solve the problem. After all, that's the lesson of Yitziat Mitzrayim. The lesson of Yitziat Mitzrayim is that the Egyptians were not affected in their belief by the Eser Makot. We'll, we'll, we'll show you that you can't, you can't actually do it. 
But when they came to, when they came to, when they came to Yam Suf, and they did Kriyat Hayam, they understood that that's something that only HaKadosh Baruch Hu could do by Yah Yisrael, the next Pasuk. Yah Yisrael, the Yadak Dola, Asher Asah Hashem in Mitzrayim. Asher Asah Hashem in Mitzrayim. Vayiru Abad Hashem. I say it again. Here it is. Just one second. God, the people feared God, meaning they they didn't think any longer that this could be Moshe Rabbeinu's innovation. They believed in Moshe as well, but he was Eved Hashem. He wasn't in place of God. He wasn't God's appointed uh, leader, leader in the religious sense. He was Moshe Abdo. And so from this Pasuk, the Svatamet says, you have to understand. You have to understand the reason there are people with different uh, kinds of religious devotion, achievement, is because they're there to help us. That emunah, faith, is a growth product. It's something that you can develop again over time. According to the Svatamet, Moshe Abdo can be instrumental in getting me to the level of, of emuna uh, Torah. And so, Moshe Rabbeinu, the argument of Moshe Rabbeinu might take a different form, might sound a little bit different, but there's no doubt that Moshe Rabbeinu achieved in Kriyat uh, Yam Suf, in Vayaminu Bashem, Uva Moshe Abdo, and then Az Yashir. Az Yashir, this people who are newly formulated as the religious community, sang the song together. All the best. Have a good Shabbos. Be well. Thank you. Very much, Rabbi. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you. Be well. Hello.